How are we all doing? Very well. Got my list here. My list of uh, notes. Bloody hell. I'm really enjoying that it's written on an envelope as well. Got, got mine here, Joe. Don't have got yeah. all mine. It's <laughs> just probably written on, on back of a takeaway menu. <laughs> Why would I deface a takeaway menu? <laughs> because you know it off by heart. <laughs> Silly boy, Gavin. Silly boy. Thank you to our four sponsors for supporting our podcast. Johnny Russell's Art Caterers and Milktown Pies, Alexander Grapes Law, Jez and Lisa's Spoonful of Sweets and SPE Furnishings. Links to their websites are available in the show notes and on our website. Don't forget to subscribe to get all the latest episodes as soon as they're released. Spoke to Stan tonight as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You all right? Yeah, it's good, yeah. Good. He drops by every day, so have a chat with me and Paddy. Excellent. <clears throat> so you and Paddy are both working at club, are you? Well, Paddy comes down to... That what you do at the club, Joe? Uh, I set up a little office. David's eating bills for his mum and dad, Gav. That's what he's doing. Just... just... <laughs> always thinking. Always thinking, Joe. I like it. <laughs> just to get me out of the house, Gav, you know. Absolutely, mate. You know, a bit of a recluse, so... Jez, are you in a different location tonight? You look like you're in a slightly different, um, slightly different surroundings. It's the, uh, it's just a little. It's our front bedroom that's turned into a bit of an office. It's a little bit more, well, not comfier. The laid on the settee back room is comfier, <laughs> uh, but I've got access to more screens and I can look at different stuff as well. So I don't feel yeah. left out of it when you and uh, Joe Martin are coming out with all sorts of stats. Other thing. Um, there won't be much time taken on that tonight, believe you me. Oh, Gav, I don't know. Don't put yourself down, lad. <laughs> well, there's plenty to loot for you, isn't there? That's the saying. Um, my mum said when she when she said when she heard that Gav was coming on, she said nobody's allowed to say anything bad about him. He looked after you and Paddy when you were children. There you go. <laughs> and she says that every time Gav comes it comes up with a typical sort of no, what a grand lad. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Happy day. So you've got Sue Martin's approval there. Good enough for me. Good enough for me. (laughs) That's quite funny, really, because before we get stuck in and go through a few bits and bats, because obviously, I'm I'm, not that it matters, but Lisa listens to most of it or can hear it because I talk loud and everyone else is loud. And so I said, Oh, we've got a podcast on Thursday. All right, that's good. And who's (laughs) on it? So I said, You know, Gav, Gav. Oh, what a lovely lad. What a lovely lad Gav is. He said, he said, I know that you'll all be talking about that daft. What, what happened that time when you got, got someone punched in the face? So I said, well, I didn't get punched in the face. It was an unfortunate incident where I got hit by a, an offensive weapon. And yeah, you were playing that all that game, weren't you? Um, all gang, all, all jump. All up. climb on, climb on. You <laughs> <laughs> said it before, yeah. All climb on. Oh, climb on. That's a different game, that. Absolutely. We're not, we're not, we're not allowed to play that anymore. <laughs> she said, uh, she said, he's so funny, he's gosh, uh, when you know, when you're all chatting and you know, he's, he's such good company. She said, Can I try his accent? I said, Yeah, go on. And so I recorded it, just listen to it. Could you hear it at all? No, uh, no, no, I'll send it to you, see if you can play it any louder. I don't know where Mike is on this. Basically, what, what, what does she say, Jez? She, she said, He does this. I'll tell you what it is, Jez. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Yeah, what a knob, Gav. Have you had your vaccine yet, Jez? Yes, you little fucker. Oh, well, at least not like the like the list. Yeah, they'll have the major, I'll tell you. <laughs> no, I haven't, no. Because how old are you, Jez? Like 50? 50, 50 12. 56? <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> I don't know how old you are. I'm 58 next, oh, yeah. in, about, in about two weeks. Well, you don't look it. Oh, I'll stop crawling now. There's something wrong with your screen, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dickhead. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Housecast, Lower House Cricket Club's unique podcast. Another fantastic episode of foot, I can feel. We've got an absolute top banana. A really good friend of mine, and I know he's a good friend of a lot of people at the cricket club. We use the word character, but he is a character. He's played down the club... This evening guest is uh, the one and only Gav Shields. So we'll come on to Gav in a minute. Uh, just go around the, the people who are helping me uh, host this podcast. We've got the one and only Joe Martin back with us. How's it going, Joe? I see you're still in the uh, the West End room, burning all our um, bills <laughs> and saving your mum and dad. If I didn't come here during the summer, when we turn the heating on, it'd just explode. Hang on, say that again. If I didn't come in the winter... This right, is, you I've said been thinking summer. about this. Yeah, but if I didn't come in the winter, yeah. this is your first time, Joe. Come the <laughs> come the summer when we turn all the heating on, it just go. Why, why would we put the heating on in summer? I don't know if you notice, but it gets. Cold. Anyway, it's a feeble excuse because we probably have it on tick over, so we can just uh, keep it going. Yeah, but you, need, you to... need to man manage it, Jess. That's you need to man yeah. manage. Yeah, it's a little bit difficult. You sat there in your trunk, so that's what's causing uh, <laughs> some concerns. I believe there's some activity down at the club over the last couple of weeks, Joe Martin. Give us an update. What's been going yeah. on? Um, so, obviously, the um, renovations to the clubhouse have gone very well, redecorated, redoing the bar, and that looks brilliant. And, Good. unfortunately, after the end of the clubhouse, the roof, uh, it was just going to collapse. Yeah, that so, was where, above the dance floor, isn't it? That's what we're talking about, where that uh, legendary dance floor is, yeah. Yeah, that's right, and where Gavin and the Gauntlet. Um, yeah, okay. As well, you know, Absolutely. you know, the equal kind of feats there, isn't there, in dancing? Yeah. And, well, go on, um, Joe, what's but, going uh, on? Yeah, so they've um, just finished today, actually. They've finished putting the room today. Uh, they've tiled it as well, which is remarkable. It actually looks like it fall down now. Right. Tile the external of the roof or the ceiling inside. Uh, right, brilliant. So it's not, there is bits of, that was maybe not asked. Right, brilliant. So it's all looking good. Yeah, Did you go out and give them a... Did you go out and give them a chuckle? You know, because it is a bit cold. I'm sure you'd have helped them. Well, I've, I'm a big quarter. I'm more of a kind of thinking, thinking man. I'm not a not a practicalist, so I just give them a few pointers on the uh, where they need to put the joists. Okay. And... The joists. <laughs> right, brilliant. Thank you. Other uh, host this evening is our legendary ex-skipper Joe Beneducci. How are you going, Joe? You okay? I'm all right, thanks, Jez. Are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, steady away. I mean, it's absolutely. Uh, Bitter cold, I'm sure it's the same everywhere, but uh, but we're getting through there. The light, the nights are getting shorter, the days are getting a touch longer. So, uh, are you looking after your elderly neighbour still? Yeah, yeah, I have to drop him in a hot water bottle every now and again, make sure he's all right. He must have, I mean, like like yourself, he must be close to getting his vaccine now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he will be. I've, uh, I think Blazers probably has it, had his because he's, I think he's 13 years older than um, <laughs> 49 next. So, 49 next, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he's probably uh, he's probably had his. But he seems all right, does he? Yeah, 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 he's good, yeah. yeah. We've got to check in for him. So as I've mentioned, we've got 
the one and only Gaz Shields on the show tonight. Gaz played for the cricket club for a long, long time. He's one of the original uh, Rugrats, as they were christened, came through the group of probably seven, eight or nine of them at the time that came through. And there's still six or seven of them are regular down at the cricket club in all sorts of different. So uh, welcome on the housecast, Gaff. How's it going? Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for the introduction, Jess. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm well, thank you. I am. I'm doing all right, thank you. Good. Good. You're looking well, Gav. I like that big uh, photo in the back, well, painting in the background. I'm not sure whose gob it is, but uh, I don't know. Uh, well, well, you know I me, mean? I'm rather cultured. You know, I like a bit of art around the place, you know. Yeah, brilliant. So, uh, thanks for coming on, Shieldsy. We've got, you know, there's loads of stuff we want to chat about. I think it's fair to say that this is probably... One of the podcasts, it's up there in the top two or three as having the most questions and people getting involved, you're on and they want to bring up other incidents that have happened. So I, I am looking forward to it. It should be great fun. The way we normally run it, Gav, we'll just talk through your career, really, you know, as being a young kid, what you remember. You know, it's just like us being stood at the end of the bar, having a couple of pints, telling the same stories we told two weeks ago and belly laughing. So let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's try and uh, reenact that. Joe and Dooch will come in at any time. The last year, you know, the old question, I'm sure there'll be things that they want. Just to get things going, Gav, just, just explain to us. We've done this with Matt Marquish and Matt Stanley and, and Dooch. And when you first came down to the club, how old were you? What were your memories and who was down there at the time? Just give us an overview of your first memories. Okay, so um, my first cricketing memories was uh, I actually started playing cricket uh, high school for the first time uh, and got in the team you know there were no cricketers in you know in, in the family and some would argue that they're still in but <laughs> well so I really enjoyed it at school uh, you know I've you know, probably gone home and you know said to mum oh yeah you know I'm loving it at the time uh, unbeknown to me uh, my dad's at work used to work with Chris Willen's dad uh, over at Nelson so my dad's come home one day and said local work we goes down Nelson so you know he's offered to you know, if you want to go down and, you know, and see if you like it. And, you know, you, when you're a young lad, you, you do what you, your dad says, don't you? So... How old would you have been then? So, um, probably 11, 12, 11, 12. Yeah, I remember Chris Willen, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, went down there, really nice, nice people, nice club, really welcoming, really friendly. Uh, you know, before you know it, been to a few practices, uh, you know, played a few games, you know, ended up playing for the rest of the summer in their under-13s team, but probably like other people who've been on, and, you know, you're trying to think back and think, crack, you know, how old were I? It's that long ago. I remember, I know for a fact that I played in under-13s at Lower Ice, so I can't have been 13, you know, so I must have been 11 or 12. By that point, I were obviously big mates with Matt Stansfield. You know, I'd met Matt Marquis at high school in the first year when we were 11. So, you know, we're rapidly, you know, playing sport and becoming, you know, great pals. Probably the conversation right along the lines of, you know, we both down here. Why don't you come down? You know, you know, you go where your mates are, don't you? So, came down to the club. You know, my dad, in fact, my dad were happy with it, no problem at all. Came down to Lower House at that time. Didn't know anybody other than, you know, Matt Stanley and Marcus, really. I would have probably bumped into, you know, Benedicci at that point. Uh, although I don't really remember that until 15s. Reg Wardle was the coach. Lovely man. Seemed to have time for everybody. Never really seemed to lose his patience. You know, an absolute diamond of a bloke. And I'll be honest with you, it was really easy. It was just it was great. I loved it. And yeah. I just thought, yeah, you know, I, I love it. You know, I'm, I'm here, yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. never looked back, really. 
And it, when you think, you know, we're all the same, no matter how old we are, I know we take the mickey, but it seemed like every day was sunny, every day was a good laugh, every day, you you know, you, you enjoyed your cricket, there weren't the crappy times. And you, was, you were living around the club, around that area, were you then? That, were you still in the same house or...? Yeah, Mum and Dad lived on Inglis Road, uh, which is sort of Ackie Road, Rosendale Road, end of Ackie Road, yeah, so, sorry. you know... Yeah. Could, could wander down. And like you say, you know, it was just great. Every, you know, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. It was just great, you know, it was just... It was, it was superb. I loved it. You know, crap yeah. face even back then. No, it is. It's and those memories will stick with us all forever in the different eras that we played in. You know, in your era, I do think is quite special when you look at who was around there Absolutely, and how, yeah. you, how you've all stuck together. And you know, I think yeah. it's, it's the heart of this podcast. We're talking through those those memories, and I, I do want to talk about this, Gav, as we go on, because you were a good footballer. Um, you know, you were playing decent level football you know, towards the end of your school years, you know, having trials with various clubs. Were, were you put football in winter then, when you were, you know, in that early years, 10 to 15, were you playing a lot of football in the winter and cricket in the Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, it, it were school, if it were, you know, I weren't playing for school or practising for school, you know, it were playing for me, you know, training, um, you know, for my Sunday team, you know, and then, you know, it'd be a club I was at and, and it, it were pretty much every night a week, easily six nights, you know, five, six nights a week and, you look back on it now as an adult, and you know, you just think parents are dynamite, you know, and everyone will, everybody who's played sports will say the same, you know, at whatever level it's irrelevant, you know, yeah. the sacrifices and the hours that they put into I don't have the vocabulary to, you know, to explain, you know, how grateful I am. You know, I mean, my dad used to t- drive me all over north of England, and you know, my mum used to, she'd come to the odd game, but you know, she wanted to, you know, stay away really. And, you know, it's, you know, she spent most of the time, you know, on her own, really, watching soaps, you know. So I felt bloody sorry for her, really. But in winter, it was very much, you know, our house for football, man. Uh, yeah. You know, I used to go on, on, you know, watching Burnley. First went up to, you know, 87 for a couple of games with my dad. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. You know, and then from 88 onwards, you know, Mad King Clarets fan. Used to win every Saturday. Every, never missed an home game for years. Yeah. And it is. And, and when you say that, that, you know, it's testament to you and, you know, to a lot of people then at the cricket club, and I'm sure, you know, in a lot of other areas, the thanks they give to the parents. But I can assure you, Gav, they would have enjoyed doing it as well and seeing you, you know, developing and enjoying outdoor activities and everything. So it's, um, you know, it's fantastic to hear the credit that you're passing on to your parents. So you then, you know, this, the cricket is is developing, you're doing well at football, and it's 13-year-olds and 14-year-olds What's your early memories of that, the junior cricket? Any games in there you can remember? Any stories around that junior cricket and then starting to try to break into senior cricket? What's your memories of that, Gal? I don't remember a, a heck of a lot, but what I do remember, I think my version of it is right. You know, <laughs> me and Aggers, I've heard, I've heard a bootleg copy of uh, Aggers' recording. <laughs> I'd nicked a bottle topping grow for a loaf and there were a lad selling bootleg copies of Aggers' uh, recording. So... <laughs> So, you know, I parted with a couple of quid and got one of them. And, and I have to say that his recollection is uh, not the same as mine. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I remember playing under 13s. Uh, I remember that game that he talked about because obviously me and I are, you know, great friends now. So, you know, we've, we've joked about that for quite a while. And, uh, you know, it was his first game. That's true. But as we all know, uh, you know, he's, he's never been great running between wickets, has he? <laughs> That's the night it all started on his first game. He's never been brightest and whoever wants to play cricket right the box. It's the first thing you remember, isn't it, really? Tell us <laughs> what you remember about that Pegasus first game. So, so yeah, we're playing away at church. Obviously, we're on a junior wicket, so we're right near the, you know, the stand at the top end. I'm batting with Aggers. He's a young lad. 
he gets it in he gets it in nuts, goes down. Being the you know the caring you know uh, older lad that I am, Jess, I uh, I have a wander down and you know give him a reassuring. Are oh, you alright, pal? Blah blah blah. He's a bit soft in the film, but yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, I'm alright. So so he gets up. You know he takes his time. You know a couple of balls later, this is where he's, he's wrong. He it's one. He calls me through for a single, and I'm I'm run out by 137 yards, I think, and we counted. <laughs> So he sold me right down river, and his money never got better between wickets from then on in, really. Right. Started as he meant to, started as he meant to go on. Right, well, then, who knows, if we're still in lockdown in the next 18 months, we'll do another <laughs> 200th version of this, we'll maybe get your balls on and see if, uh, <laughs> if we can get to the bottom of it. During that, you're obviously a little bit older than, than Aggers. Yeah. So you've played a bit before, so... Sorry for interrupting you there, but just just explain about that late junior cricket and the, the development into senior cricket. What your memories are around that? So at that time, Benny might have to help us out here. Really, my memory was that probably moving into like the under 15s team, there was like you know my, uh, Johnny Russell, Benny, Matt Marquis, Matt Stansfield, myself, uh, one or two others. Johnny Russell. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there wasn't the massive swells of young youngsters down at the club now. And, you know, the under-15s was really the third team as well, especially towards the latter end of that. And, but, you know, we never complained. You know, it was great. Do you want to play cricket? You want, you, on Saturday, yeah. Yeah, you're brilliant. You know, <laughs> you know, jumping straight from 20 overs to, you know, what what would it have been then? 43, 46 overs. 46, uh, I think yeah. it was. Uh... Yeah, you know, <clears throat> would it too long? <clears throat> yeah, probably. But did we love it? Absolutely. You know, uh, we'd have played 123 overs. Uh, you know, it was brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. And you learned so much. And not only that, as well, it might sound a bit corny, but that's when, you know, great friendships are made. Uh, yeah. And they really are. The proof of that is the fact that we're also pals now, what, you know, 20-odd yeah. years later, you know, and, and, and it, it was brilliant. There was nothing but, you know, the fondest, you know, fondest memories and, you know, Mickey taking, you know, everyone has their five minutes and and it's brilliant. And it just, it's great. And, and, you know, we all stuck together and, uh, you know, moved, moved up through the teams together and, and it, it was really enjoyable. Yeah, it's not corny, Gav, at all. It, 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 you're right, you know, and if we you thought your, your old kids and, your, you know, future generations, you know, get the same, then then it's got to be a good thing. Who would have been the senior players around that time that you get the nod to, are you, can you play this Saturday? Because probably someone's cried off or there's injuries or second team or even taking people. Who would have been the senior players that, that you would look up to around that period? So at that time, you know what I mean? Because we had an under-17s team as well. Uh, you know, oh, and you're yeah. captain that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's when things started to get, you know, a bit lively then, you know, because we've, we've sort of left school we... You know, we think we're, we're Jack the lads and, Matt, Matt, you know, Matt's a good crack in here. Don't forget, by being 15, 16, we've been at laying ends with you lot. When games have been rained off. Us lot know yourself and Jez, Nicky, Matt, Prop. You know, we, we, we know everybody. We, we looked up to everybody. In the third team, you know, the people probably outside of that, uh, you know, were probably, you know, Stephen Yardley used to play at Thursday, Joe. Is that yeah. right? Andrew Wren. Yeah. And yeah, Renners, yeah, Renners, yeah, Terry Small. No one else has mentioned that on the podcast because the more podcasts we do, the more similar stories we tell, and there's different versions. They're still as funny, and they're still. But going in the lane ends, I clearly wasn't there. It would have been the other people. But I do, you know, I do remember the stories of a game's called off. Seriously, Joe Martin, and this lot, all there'll be six or seven of them, all think they're Jack the Lads. They're only 15 or 16, and we'd, they'd be playing pool. And and this lot would just be sat around trying to sneak off a lager here or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fun in there. Obviously, we never had mobile, did we? Right like that. And uh, when, when games were called off, 
you know, when we, when we were 16, really, we were playing more in, in second team and stuff like that. Well, not all the time. Um, you know, but when we did it, games were called off and we all went to, you know, right, where are we going? And you're like, we went to the ends. And that'd be the only time where, having worked six days a week, my dad, summer really, when he sort of time off, he'd always say to me, if they go in Boozer, ring me, go to the phone box on corner, because the one in clubhouse wouldn't be working, invariably. Walk, to, walk there, give me a ring, I'll come down, pick your bag up, give you a father, jobs are good in. You know what I mean? And he, he understood how, how good it were to be with lads. What a great tale about that, though, because the first couple of times we'd go in, scared to death, never been in a never been in a boozer with lads. You know, thinking, oh, cracky, you know, we're going to get served, we're going to get served. And uh, if back in the day, the lane edge was set out different, weren't it? We're all different rooms, like yeah. a tap room and things like that. Yeah. And it uh, tap room, Joe, they couldn't see you from the main bar as you walked in. So in the tap room, right, you had a, a bell on the bar. And the idea were that when you were at the bar and you were waiting, because obviously they'd be serving people and you could see in the main room. So the idea were you get the you beat tap and you get the bell, ding ding ding, put it down, and they'd know that someone were waiting, they'd come in and serve you. So for the first couple of times you go in, then go bar. So they, you know, lads would get your beer, you know, Brock or Matt or Paul Stanley or whatever, you know, get your beer as escas. And then after a couple of weeks, you're like, get sort yourself out, don't serve you, it's right. No, you're out, but no chance for like that. Like all young lads, who's going to go to this? So I just at bar. I don't think I went this, but you know, I went to the bar and I'm stood there, and there's not a cat in hell's chance I am ringing that. No chance. <laughs> I'm stood there, and I must be stood there in absolute age. And all of a sudden, John Prop walks behind me, gets hold of Bell, and goes, "What? What's Bell down on bar?" And then ducks down down bar. Poor lady from uh, from room come running in as fast as she could. She said, "I'll be in a minute, all right." <laughs> Scared to death, like brilliant. brilliant. I looked down and proper giggling, like proper laughing his head off. Like, brilliant. I didn't sink there. I can just picture you five or six sat on that bench in bottom corner. Yeah. And just picture you all uh, being cheeky as ever. We're getting through. What year would we be looking at now, Gav? We're, we're early 80s. 96. 96. 96. Ish. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have been yeah, 90. Yeah. 96, you'd have been, we'd have both been around 17 then, wouldn't we? Yeah, 96. 17. I think Charlie made his debut in. And Cots also got dragged out at lane ends by uh, his stepmom. But but I'll let Charlie tell you that tale. So, 96, you're starting to make appearances and you're playing quite a bit of, you know, of senior cricket. What's your early memories of that? You know, the step up to playing full days. My first recollections were that. Or playing, you know, Benny and Johnny Russell started playing more regularly in second team before the rest of us. So when we went in there, a little bit easier in the fact that, you know, we, you know, we had a pal in there. Everyone was dead, right? But my first recollection was that it were a dressing room full of blokes. Do you know right. what I mean? And good cricketers. And the crack were fierce. There were no room for, you know, mardasses or anything like that. Just didn't wash. But everyone, you were a family then, you know, everyone looked out for you. Everyone looked out for each other, especially for young lads. You know, tried to make you feel welcome. But my memory were that there was some... You know, bloody good cricketers in that in that team, you know, the Brom and people like that who, you know, lovely bloke, great player. You know, the likes of you know, Ted Whittle and, you know, Simon Payne and, you know, John Proc and, you know, Shez in Sheridan. You know, good players, you know, really good players, you know. And, and you, you know, you're thinking, it's dawning on you, think, crap, crap, you know, if I want to, you know, if I want to, I've got to perform as well as he is or if I want to get up batting order, I've got to try and do something. You know, and it was quite daunting, you know, because like I said, they were, they were good cricketers. And I've got to say, I'm sure you would have been the same then. I mean, obviously, I knew of all you juniors coming through, and really, we were really positive and really 
you know, looking forward to, to those people coming through. But you have been the type of player that you would take things on. You would, you know, d- decide to yourself, right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, you know, whether it's a long-term plan of make yourself better a shot or do something, you would take ownership. Whereas, you know, Dutch would do the same, but you won't particularly notice it. So that's interesting you say that, you go into a dressing room. You know, you're obviously comfortable, but there's a lot of senior players in there. How were you then? So you're 16, 17, getting in second team, you know, you, you're doing quite well with us. You're obviously a good fun, good crack, and along with all the other lads. And if you remember, during, you know, sometimes at practice sessions, we'd have, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd relax, having a game of football, warm down, playing football or cricket. And it was, it was clear to me that you played... You know, a good standard of football. I was still playing football then. We had some other lads who, who could play. And it was clear you played a good standard. I, I mean, I've not really heard the story, Gav, around your development from, from being a decent but really young age in the early teens up to, you know, maybe the end of the school. Just give us a, give us a, a resume and, and, you know, and, you know, be proud of the fact that, you you know, you player that you were. Tell us where you played and, and what happened. So, you know, as, as a young lad, I was at Rovers for three years. Then when I left there, you know, I went on trial at Leeds United for a month. That were that were really interesting. Completely out of my depth there. That was great. <laughs> and then I was at Bury then uh, for a season. After that, I was at Rochdale. And Rochdale was the last club I was at. And that was probably, it seems a lifetime ago, Jess, to be honest with you. But, you know, that was probably 16 when I left that. In all honesty, you know, you sort of know yourself, don't you? Whatever sport it is, you probably think, Pity your summer, you know, have I done enough, have I not? Perhaps I thought, you know, perhaps I have, but it was no surprise to me when I hadn't. And also as well, at that point, when I was 16, I was leaving school and I didn't go to college, I went to work. You know, I was playing cricket all summer. And then in winter, you know, I'm thinking, right, well, you know, I've been let go of the club now. What do I do? Do I go and look at the, the clubs in the area and go and play at a decent amateur level? You know, and I thought, well, no, I, I, I don't really want to. No, you know. I was a mad keen Clarets fan. By that age, I'd started I had loads of pals. I really enjoyed going, you know, going out with my pals and, and having a pint. And I wanted to go on the turf. So from 16 onwards, really, I didn't really take my football that seriously. You know, and the summer, the way I looked at it then was, you know, I would put everything into my summer, you know, because by that point, I wanted to play first 11. I didn't know if I were good enough, but that was my ambition to buy a call back up to get into the first team. Uh, and, and in winter... I wanted to follow Clarice and I wanted to go on turf on a Saturday with my mates with Stanley and, and that and have a pint. I'm sure you'll all agree, there's nothing better than going out and having a pint with your mates. It's brilliant. It's the best thing in the world. It's the best thing in the world. And I loved it. Yeah, I yeah, know. I agree with you, Gav. I agree with you. But it's also good to play a tough game of cricket in a nice July evening and then go on having a few pints with your mates. So it, that's really interesting, that Gavin. It's you know, cracky. We've known each other for a long time. We've, you know, we really are good friends and spent some good times together chatting. We've just chatted for, I don't know, twenty minutes, and I didn't realise that you played at Nelson before you played for us, and that you played at four pro clubs. So other people were really interested in that guy. You were early on at Blackburn. Joe Martin, Duke, anything you just want to add before I ask you about his day, his few, his months at Leeds? Yeah, I do. I can remember as a, as a kid going to watch Belvedere. I think you were playing for the third team, Gav. Oh, they were great days. They uh, yeah, were great I, days. I, I bet. But I can remember watching, and obviously I I was at the cricket club, and I knew that some of the players were playing like Charlie and others. And I can remember you taking a throw in and say, like nudging my dad and saying, "That's that's Gav Shields' dad." Like, <laughs> I didn't know he played football. And he was, and he, and he, I can remember him telling me about. He said it was an, an incredible footballer when he were 
15 and 16. Absolutely brilliant left foot. Yeah. Not sure about that. Not sure um, about that. Well, no, they were great days. Um, the, uh, I went, like I said, I didn't really, didn't really bother, bother playing. I mean, I, I played uh, for, with lads I used to drink with George Fourth uh, when I was 17, 18. We used to play as the white, as a team called White. Yeah, we used to play on a Sunday. And don't get me wrong, you know, we played on a Sunday afternoon and, you know, we wanted to win. But I started to resemble the shape that I am now. You know, by, by the weeks and months, I started to get a little bit rounder and a little bit slower. And it were by no means, the, you know, the, the be all and end all, you know, the games. And But, yeah. Joe, what you're talking about there, that were uh, Paul Stanley started going playing back up Belvedere uh, with Sean Durkin and Simon Payne and Paul Tillotson and Andy Stackhouse. And they said, you know, you, you fancy playing, you know, and they were short one, one day. And I said, yeah, I, you know, I'll, I'll bring the boots up. And the dressing room, it was brilliant. It was, oh, I cried laughing. It used to do Sean Durkin's head in because, you know, if there were 12 of us, you know, I'd turn up and I'd, I'd, I'd volunteer to it. So I just I, I just wanted to have laugh. Do you know what I mean? I, I weren't bothered about necessarily about playing or this or that. I just really enjoyed having the laugh. Yeah. Um, so I played up there for a couple of years. But that, that, that was brilliant. I mean, we didn't train. We, used to, we didn't train during the week. We used to go out as a, as a team. We're the same circle of friends as well. So we'd go out on a Friday night, not get until half past a quarter two, you know, get up with Blairy Yard on, on a Saturday to play football. And the crap was just brilliant. And then it started again after the game. It was just yeah. it was great yeah. days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, Dirk's a great player. We played it quite a lot in the first team with him. You know, a good footballer who enjoyed it. Just And again, you're without harping on about this, Gav. You'd be surprised, you know, people will be surprised to hear that that short story there around the years of potentially you know being a wanting to become a pro footballer but also you know making a lot more strides in it than a lot of us did what you mentioned there about you had a month at Leeds clearly wasn't wasn't for you what happened then what your memories around that I'll be honest with you I don't know obviously there were scouts watching games uh, and I don't recollect what game it were or when but basically after the game, you know, go over to my dad and said, you know, would you, would you like to come over? And said, yeah, absolutely. You know, my memory was, is that you used to go, we have on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, and then on a Sunday morning. So twice a week, every training session, were like less and less, do you know what I mean? And it was such, I mean, you know, I grew up on Aki, on Aki Road, you know what I mean? I used to kick around <laughs> Sycamore Avenue, and I was in the middle of the leagues. There were like people same age as me, and they were like the six foot and, you know, shaving and stuff. Yeah. I was so out to be dead, but, well, you know, I, I give it best I could, you know, yeah. best I could do. But, you know, the standard was just unbelievable. And, you know, and, and I, I lasted more than, you know, longer than a few. And look, looking back, you know, even at the time, though, I was thinking, I'm just going to enjoy this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to enjoy it. You know, and, and there was uh, the training bit was on the side of Ellen Road. And it was, there was like a really big grassed area um, right. and like, like metal fencing all around it. And it was on there. We used to train on there. Yeah. So you're like thinking, wow, you know, this is this is brilliant. You know, yeah. but the standard was immense, like I say, very quickly. Like you said, you, you've done everything you can. You know, we've had Tony Woodworth on, and he was it was so interesting to listen to the you know, his you know, his uh, development around pro football and being apprentice, everything. And it, you know, it's all credit, all credit to you that, that you did that. So, so that's fantastic, that Gav. Thanks for telling us about that. People will appreciate it. Send more house to save the house.